What is going on, you guys? Welcome back to this week's second episode of the greatest podcast on turf. I'm Anthony. I'm Ryan. Today we are back with our week five fantasy football stardom situm video. If you guys are new here, don't forget to click that like button. Most importantly, click that subscribe button. We are on the road to 500. Um, then the road to 1,000 starts after we hit 500. Um, but yeah, be sure to check out our earlier content from the week. We did a waiver wire episode yesterday. We talked about probably 10 guys or so. Some of them are probably still out there, especially in your home leagues or even in your other leagues if guys don't really pay attention. So be sure to check that video out just to make sure you don't miss out on picking anybody up. Um, tomorrow, we're dropping our weekly best bets. We are 14-7 and seven through the past three weeks, putting up Heisman numbers with our best bets. And um, Friday, we're dropping our week five NFL predictions, so be on the lookout for that. Again, click that subscribe button and click the post notification so you guys don't miss a single upload, so you guys can be informed with the greatest fantasy football content on the platform. And before we get into any stardom symptoms, Ryan's going to tell you guys about today's sponsor. Little Italy Pizzeria, they got the best cheesesteaks, the best pizza in all of Delaware. Two locations, one of those being in Middletown, Delaware, the other one being in Townsend. It is a great family business, it's a great food, great people, great prices. Be sure to come in and check it out. Let them know that the greatest podcast on turf sent you. They will take care of you. Show proof that you're subscribed. They let you listen to us and they will hook you up with an additional discount. With no further ado, we got the NFL stardom system list. Uh, starting with the NFL starters. Starting, starting quarterback. quarterback. My starting quarterback this week, I talked about this guy a lot on tomorrow and Friday's episode. It's Tom Brady. Tom Brady owns the Atlanta Falcons. He's getting divorced. He's pissed off. He lost prime time to Patty Mahomes. He ain't losing to the Falcons at home. They have back-to-back home games. I'm starting Tom Brady this week. I don't have him in any leagues, unfortunately. But if you do, you should, without a doubt, start Tom Brady. He's going to pop off this week. He's going to throw for four or five touchdowns. Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, and Julio Jones are all going to have big days. Leonard Fournette's going to do his thing. Start Tom Brady this week. He's going to be airing the ball out all over this terrible Falcons defense. And, yeah, that's why I'm starting Tom Brady this week. I'll keep it short and sweet. Yeah, I uh, mentioned two guys. The first guy being Derek Carr against Kansas City. Now, this is a guy that if you're streaming quarterbacks in, like, a 12-man league, this is somebody that you could possibly pivot to. I could see him having a 20-point day against Kansas City. He's done decent so far in fantasy this year, and he's going to need to score a lot of points against Kansas City. Um, and the other guy, this is like a super flex guy or a daily fantasy type of guy. This is Jameis Winston going up against Seattle. Now is he you can back this week, huh? Is he back this week? Well, you can argue that him or Andy Dalton are starts if you're daily fantasy only, like I mentioned. Not to cut you off, but it is currently Tuesday, October fourth at ten o'clock p.m. So yeah, um, yeah. Jameis Winston against Seattle, though I could see this being a really high scoring game. We just saw the Lions in Seattle <laughs> put up. I don't know, 80, 90, 80 points. plus 45, that's That's a 93. And there was over a fat, like, 1,100 total yards. Yeah, they just kept scoring points. So I would kind of be invested in the Saints offense a little bit this week just because they're going up against Seattle. Um, Jameis Winston, I think, could put up decent numbers. In a 10-man league, there's definitely better options. Yeah. Um, In a 12-man league, there's probably better options. But depending on how your team goes, or depending on how your team is structured, and depending on your other league mates, um, I wouldn't blame you for starting Jameis this week. I could see him having a big day. Yeah, now moving on to my sit quarterback this week. I had one guy. Um, this was an easy one for me, Matt Stafford at home versus the Dallas Cowboys. The Cowboys defense is good. They're a very, very scrappy team. They're not afraid to make big plays and go for the big plays. And that's what they're going to do. Michael Parsons is probably going to have a field day against the Rams' offensive line that just got destroyed by the 49ers' defensive line. 
I think that Dallas is going to scheme up things right this week on defense and be able to neutralize Cooper Cup as best as they can and make Matt Stafford look to his other options and maybe even force the um, the Rams to run the ball some. So I don't, I can't see any world where Matt Stafford goes out here and has a monstrous week against the Cowboys defense, especially due to the fact that Ryan dropped on an episode dropping later this week that Dallas is the only defense in the NFL that has yet to give up what. 20 points. points. 20 points to a team. Um, well, there's there's also the Niners. Okay. But so, yeah, it's I us mean, and the Niners. Yeah. So, I mean, I can't see Matt Stafford coming out here and having a monster week, so I'm sitting Matt Stafford this week. Um, the other sit guy that I would like to mention is Russell Wilson going up against the Colts. The Colts are uh, right around mid-tier uh, in terms of going up against quarterbacks, but I just don't see Russell Wilson having that good of a day. Uh, this Thursday night matchup is just going to be kind of boring and I don't think that you want to watch it and I also don't think that you want to put your faith into a guy named Russell Wilson who hasn't done good all this season except for against the Raiders in my opinion I'd much rather have Derek Carr or Tom Brady who you could possibly be could possibly be out there depending on your league he was out there in one of ours Mm -hmm. um, for a brief period of time I don't know if somebody picked him up I thought you did or no Jake did because Jake was trying to trade trade him to me (laughs) What a guy. But I got Jalen um, Hurts in fifth. That's fine. Um, but I'd say Russell Wilson this week. Yeah. Moving on to our stardom running backs this week. The first guys I'm going to talk about is a kind of a committee type of deal. It's whoever's starting. It's the Bears running backs. If David Montgomery is healthy, you're starting him. If David Montgomery is out again, you're starting Khalil Herbert. The Vikings just got ran all over by Latavius Murray and Mark Ingram. I think that the Bears are going to make it a focal point to come out here and try and run the ball early because, I mean, they've kind of, they've been having success with it all year. That's their one bright spot of this offense has been able to run the ball. And the Vikings are not very good against the run. So, I mean, I think I would confidently start David Montgomery coming off the injury or Khalil Herbert if David Montgomery is out again this week. I would absolutely, that's a confident start for me against the Vikings defense that is terrible against the run. Um, I'm going to be starting Mr. Raheem Mostert going up against the Jets this week. Now, this is solely because the two attack of Ilo is out, so I think that the Dolphins might end up running the ball a little bit, a little bit more. Um, Raheem Mostert is slowly taking the job away from Chase Edmonds. Now, like I said, uh, with the Jameis Winston situation, this isn't like a prime start. This dude ain't going to be a top ten running back this week. But if you're in daily fantasy, uh, you could throw J. Uh, you can throw Raheem Mostert onto a team. If you went wide receiver heavy and you were dying in need for a running back, if you're starting Tony Pollard on a week-in, week-out basis, I think you could start Raheem Mostert this week against the Jets. Yet another guy you're starting. This is a guy that as the weeks go on, we're gonna he's going to be like a kind of without say kind of start. And that is Damian Pierce traveling to Jacksonville to play the Jags. Miles Sanders just had a day against the Jags. Kenneth Gainwell had himself a day. Trey Sermon had showed some flashes on the few carries he got. Damian Pierce has been on a tear the past few weeks, and I don't think it stops this week against Jacksonville. Although I did take the Jags to win, I think Damian Pierce is going to have a pretty good outing against the Jags' defense. Um, next running back I'm going to mention, now this one might be getting a little bit too obvious, but this is for the people that um, have Alvin Kamara, and they are a little worried about him. Um, and I don't blame you because he literally hasn't done anything, and he probably pissed a lot of you off. But if Alvin Kamara plays, you absolutely start him 100,000%. Yeah. I'm not sure if he's going to play this week. It seems like he will because last week he got in a lot of practices. He was a, 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 a surprise scratch um, in London. I think if he gets in a couple practices this week, which I, I'm pretty sure he will based on my knowledge. Um, granted, I'm not a doctor. That's I'm fair. a pretty smart dude, but I'm not a doctor. Uh, you start Alvin Kamara if he plays. 
I think he's a potential buy low candidate, depending on how mad the league guy is. But um, Alvin Kamara is a start this week. Yeah, moving on to our sit running backs. I had like two or three guys I want to look at it. My first guys I'm going to talk about is the Atlanta Falcons running backs. Now, whether it is Tyler Allegier, who's a starter, or what's the other guy's name? Um, uh, Williams? I don't even remember. I'm going to try and find it real quick. <laughs> it's Tyler Allegier. I bet I could find it on this thing. Da, da, da. Caleb Huntley. Oh, yeah. That I mean, sense. they literally had a 50-50 split after Cordero Patterson left. They both had 10 carries. But Tampa Bay is notoriously good against the run. They always are, and they always have been. And I think that this is just negative game script to start with because the Bucks are 8.5-point favorites, and the Falcons are probably going to have to throw the ball to try and keep up with how high-powered and with the points that the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are going to put up this week. So, yeah, you probably did put in for Tyler Allegier or Caleb Huntley for waivers this week, but this just isn't the week to start them. I mean, if you're absolutely down bad and you have to, you got to do what you got to do. But, I mean, I just don't think that this there is any positive outcome. Maybe a touchdown early in the game if the Falcons get down to the goal line, but I don't see that happening. So I'm sitting the Falcons running backs this week, whether it is Tyler Huntley or Tyler Allegier or Caleb Huntley. Uh, first running back that I will be setting this week, it is Najee Harris going up against the Buffalo Bills. Now, this might be arguably getting too cute because he's Najee Harris, but I just don't see my man doing anything against Buffalo. Um, I think that Kenny Pickett might help him in the offense as a whole because I think Kenny Pickett stole two rushing touchdowns from him, and yeah. I don't think that's going to keep happening. So, in the future, I think Najee Harris could step up a little bit, and I think he could be a potential buy low type of candidate, but against Buffalo... I just don't think that you wanna you don't want you don't want to play that game. No, absolutely not. And the next guy you shouldn't have drafted to begin with that you're sitting it's Antonio Gibson. Ron Rivera said Brian Robinson's most likely available to play this week. Brian Robinson is back, and he's gonna come in and take the job from Antonio Gibson off rip. Antonio Gibson blows. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he literally played on forty one percent of snaps against Dallas last week. It's just not a good sign, especially with. Um, with Brian Robinson coming back, who kind of stole the show in training camp before he was unfortunately shot. But he's back and healthy. Now he's going to take Antonio Gibson's spot. If you can, if you have Antonio Gibson and you didn't listen to us and draft him, try and just get whatever you can for him. Because I'm telling you, Brian Robinson is going to come in and take this job. Especially they're playing a Titans football team that the Washington football team or the commanders are going to try something new. They're going to get Brian Robinson going early. Try and get him to go toe-to-toe with Derrick Henry in terms of rushing. And Brian, it's, this is Brian Robinson's job now, and Antonio Gibson's beat. He was literally playing on the punt team in preseason. Yeah. So, I mean, Antonio Gibson, get rid of him if you can before you have to drop him the waivers and you wasted, what, a fourth, fifth-round pick? Is that where he was going around there? Uh, I think fifth, sixth. Fifth, sixth. Before you wasted a fifth, sixth-round pick, trade him or you're, before you have to drop him the waivers and just get what you can for him because it's Brian Robinson's job now. Um, next running back I'm sitting this week it is Rashad Penny going up against the Saints. Now I know that the dude absolutely killed it last week, and I've been on the Rashad Penny hype train when that dude came out of college. So I am a yeah. Rashad Penny truther. But going up against the Saints, I don't love it. Um, I think the Saints' defense is very, very good at what they do, and they can definitely stop the run. Uh, so I'm sitting Rashad Penny, who has really only had one good week. But I, I do, I do still like Rashad Penny, if we're being honest. 
It's fair. Did you have any other sit running backs? Uh, no. Okay. Najee Harris and Rashad Penny. Yeah. So, moving on to our, my starter wide receivers this week. The first guy is Gabe Davis. I know that uh, he's only at 50 yards total in his past two games. But the weather's been bad. Gabe Davis is primarily... And his ankle has been bad, but yeah. it's getting better. He's primarily a deep threat guy, and the weather's been bad in their past two games for them. It was rainy against Baltimore, and Miami was just... He was coming off the ankle injury. He didn't play before, so he didn't really do much. But I think that he's going to be... I think he's due, honestly. Playing against the Steelers, team that's giving up just shy of 200 yards to receivers average through the first five weeks... I think Gabe Davis is due. I mean, he's still seeing targets, even though he hasn't been doing much. He had three targets last week, six the week before, and five week one. He didn't play week two. He's still seeing targets. Yeah, Isaiah McKenzie's there, whatever. I don't care. It's still Gabe Davis's job. He's coming off the ankle injury. He's a deep threat, and I think he's going to be able to take the top off the Steelers' defense early. I think that the Bills are going to come out here and try and send a message to the Steelers that they are still them boys, and I just don't think that Gabe Davis is in for another of a game so i'm starting gabe davis this week my first stardom wide receiver this week it is chris Olave going up against seattle now as i mentioned before this is a game that you want to target uh saints players because seattle's defense obviously isn't the greatest chris Olave last week i was a little bit worried about him with andy dalton he had seven targets four receptions 67 yards and a touchdown he was open on a lot of plays that andy dalton missed so uh, if Jameis comes back this week, like I, like we said, this is only Tuesday that we're recording this. It's a bump. Even if he doesn't come back, I am starting Chris Olave this week against Seattle. I don't think Seattle has much for him. Um, granted, if Mike Thomas comes back, Jarvis Landry comes back, it might hurt his volume a little bit, but it might help the offense as a whole. If Kamara's back and his offense is rocking and Jameis is back, it might be all systems go, and this might yeah. be an offense that you want to put some capital into. So I'm starting Chris Olave against Seattle. I can see them scoring a lot of points this week. Yeah, and this next guy, I know I'm probably going to get some stuff for it. I know my dad was busting my chops about it earlier. It is Rashad Bateman. I know he's had he had two good weeks to start. He's hadn't had the best two past weeks against New England and Buffalo, going up against pretty solid two pretty two pretty solid secondaries. But they're playing a Cincinnati Bengals team this week that just kind of got thrown all over by Teddy Bridgewater. I mean, the second half after two, it was injured. Jalen Waddell did his thing. Tyreek Hill still did his thing. Tyreek Hill had like 160, so definitely yeah. is. So, I mean, I think that the Ravens are going to have the ball to keep up with the Bills, with the Bengals offense that is playing, coming off a huge win against the formerly undefeated Miami Dolphins, even though it was kind of a Giardi win. <laughs> and I think the Ravens are going to have to keep up. And, I mean, Mark Andrews can only do so much for you. Devin DuVernay is really not that good. Rashad Bateman is still the receiver one. He's still seeing targets. He had six targets last week against Buffalo, four the week before, seven week two, and five week three. This is Rashad Bateman's bounce back week. It's a division matchup. We saw these two teams last year. Every time they played, one of the teams, if not both, was putting up a lot of points. So I think the Ravens are going to come out here and try and get the throwing the ball more Looking at Rashad Bateman, he's seeing about five, six targets a game. I'd have to average it out to give you exact numbers. But if you guys know, I'm not the best math guy in the world. Um, so, yeah, I mean, start Rashad Bateman this week. If he has another bad week, I'm sorry. I mean, I'm taking the gamble and starting him. I bought a little bit high on him now for what he's been putting out. But I think this week against the Bengals is his bounce back week at home. Um, wide receiver, next wide receiver. I'm starting Chris Goblin against Atlanta. This one might be a little bit too obvious. Um but last week he did decent. I think six or five or six or five or six catches for sixty or fifty yards. He had eleven points in a PPR uh, when it was all said and done. But I think against Atlanta he's going to dog him. Um, 
Tom Brady, like we said, divorce. I think you're starting Chris Godwin here in and here out. Um, yeah. If you can go buy him, he might be cheap enough. I would. He's a potential I tried to buy, buy him this morning, game. but. yeah um got shitted (laughs) yeah it just wasn't in the budget but um fair chris godwin uh starting this week against atlanta and this week two obvious guys you're sitting out robinson against the cowboys do i even need to say why you're sitting out robinson this week no he Um, literally can't buy a target to save his life matt stafford's literally only really targeting him say say the reason Inside the 20 because Allen Robinson... Nope. Say the reason. Because Matt Stafford just only has his select few guys he throws to. Take it how you (laughs) want it. But, I mean, Allen Robinson has just been getting shitted all year. Kind of screwed me. I'm glad he wasn't one of my guys. He almost was. I didn't have him, did I? I don't even remember who mine were. Fantasy footballers had him. Yeah. Mine were... Mike Pittman. (laughs) Cortland Sutton. And somebody else. I don't know. I'd have to go back and watch. But yeah, sit on Robinson this week. It goes without say. I mean, I'm, I have him in a bunch of leagues, and I'm dropping him to waivers this week because he's literally not worth a goddamn to sit on my bench. So I mean, I'm sitting on Robinson this week. Yeah, I was trying to see if it was in the notes. It just shows our my guys episode, but it doesn't show the. Ah, I'd have been cool to see because I yeah. think I had like Bateman. I wonder if I had a lot of. Bateman was yours. I think Ramondre was my third. I'm pretty sure you had Ramondre. I think it was Pittman, Sutton, Ramondre. Yeah. And yours were Damian Pierce, Rashad Bateman, and I want to say Gabe Davis, maybe? Oh, God. Or no, Mike Williams. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we're, we're the boys, baby. <laughs> I mean, Ramondre, I mean, we said it was going to be a slow start. Yeah. Bateman, eh. Pittman, eh. I think Bateman could still be fine. Cortland Sutton's been doing pretty good, though. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. Definitely on the, the Pierce and Mike Williams and yeah. Ramondre Stevenson, I think, will be a stud in Sutton. I mean, we did say that it was going to be a slow start, but, I mean, by the end of this, by the middle end of the season, it's going to be his job. And, I mean, he's, we're starting to see He's it. already, like, 50-50. Right yeah. Now. Um, where are we at? Sit on wide receivers? Or no. <laughs> One of them got – I don't think I had Corlin Sutton because I had the guy who I'm about to talk about sitting next. I didn't have Corlin Sutton. I had – Take that back. Um, yeah. My first set of my receiver, speaking of Anthony's my guys, Michael Pittman. Always <laughs> <laughs> going up against the Broncos. I don't like the matchup with uh, Pat Sertain on him. I don't like uh, Matt Ryan having to throw the ball to one guy. I, I, I pray that Hackett is smart enough to cover Mike Pittman. I pray that he is. Um, so I'm sitting Mike Pittman this week. And I'm sitting DJ Moore, one of my fantasy football my guys this week. Um... <laughs> Like I said, I said start him last week, and he had about 12 points in a regular PPR league. I'll take that. I was right. Um, But the 49ers defense is literally just so good. It's going to be hard to – I mean, I probably won't do my due diligence on this game this week, but it is going to be hard to watch. Baker's going to be running for his life, trying to make a play. DJ Moore's not going to be able to get open because they're going to be using – even if he does get open, Talona Hufanga is going to make a play over top and get a pick. You gotta sit DJ Moore this week. You're literally only starting DJ Moore until they're playing against a bad defense, which your schedule is kind of in favor of DJ Moore coming up, if I remember correctly. But this week against the Niners, you're sitting DJ Moore. Um, next to them, receiver, it is Drake London going up against Tampa. I think he is possibly one of the future up and coming wide receivers, but he's playing up against Tampa this week. Unfortunately, Tampa, it's back to back Tampa. Um, 
after the hurricane, Tom Brady divorce, it's just a bad situation to be in. And I wouldn't be rocking with Drake London right now if I was you. Uh, so I'm I'm sitting him. Yeah, and that's going to wrap up our Week 5 Fantasy Football Stardom Sit'em video. Be sure to follow us on TikTok for exclusive content, sneak previews from episodes. Be sure to follow us on Instagram. Be sure to like, subscribe. Be on the lookout for all the other content this weekend. We'll see you guys tomorrow with our best bets. See you. Peace.